Christian. Uh, just finished a really long shift in work. Oh god. You know, what can you do though? <sighs> well, anyway, uh, thanks for the support for watching this or, uh, yep, watching, I mean, listening. <laughs> uh, I thought this would go a bit smoother, but you know, um, this is just how it is. This is just how it is. And that's fine. That's fine. But you know what? Um, I am once again asking for your moral support, please. That was my best. I feel like I've done better impressions, but yeah, you get the, you get the juice. So, if you like this, make sure you uh, find me on uh, all the uh, podcast services, if you can. Um, I'll be doing more of these. This is really fun for me. I'm having fun. Uh, but, right, let's get into it. How am I doing today? As I said, I finished a long shift of work, but that wasn't the worst of it. This uh, week, I... I got a booster and whew, yeah, I've not been feeling too great after that booster. My heart has been kind of weird. Very weird, actually. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And Sorry, just taking a, a sip of wine. It's very important to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, um, I've just been feeling a bit like my heart rate's going through the roof, you know, like I'm gonna die maybe. But no, I'm not gonna do it. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be uh, fine. I'll be okay. Um, yeah, work is, uh, it's good. But sometimes you get those days where it's a bit rough, you know? And you're just like, I don't wanna be here. Uh, like everyone knows that. Everyone gets it. I, I'm not unique in that sense, and that's fine. I feel like that should be a t-shirt, you know, for me. It's just, and that's fine. That's the t-shirt. That's, that's, that's it. That's all it's on. But, um, you know what I wanted to talk about, babe? <laughs> it's actually so stupid to me. NFTs are so dumb. What, these non-fungible tokens things. I keep seeing them, and I'm just, I just, you know... You know when you see something you're like, well, we've taken it too far, haven't we? And it's like, yeah, we have. We definitely have. NFTs are that. It's like, you see businesses and uh, capitalist pigs trying to get into everything. It's like, oh, go away. No one wants you. You capitalist pigs. <laughs> capitalist pigs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't, like, I don't get it. Is it art? Isn't it? I mean, anything is art. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, I used to do art myself, so I know that. Like, you look, anything can be art to anyone. It's, it's like all perception. But, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know that I, like, the commoditizing, commoditizing, that's the word, yeah. Yeah. The, the buying and selling of the NFTs is my problem. Like, well, what do you mean? cool you can buy and sell art but like this whole uniqueness of it being like a badge it's like and you're the first to have it I'm like nobody cares it's like writing first in the youtube comments like who cares not me i i i don't care <laughs> it's so dumb 
I just, I, I need to understand NFTs and I don't think I ever will. You know? Man, I'm tired. So tired. Oh my god, long day. Um, but you know, I wanted to go into a new segment that I just thought I'd bring up. Um, you know, just for the second episode, uh, playing the tunes. That's what I call it. Playing the tunes, you know? And I just want to talk a bit about how um, I play a bit of acoustic guitar. And I'm like, I've done it like two or three songs for myself. And I'm, I look back now and I'm like, wow, you know, those could have been produced better. Like, that's always the way. I think when you make music, you're, like, always looking back and you're always like, well, I can do that better now, you know? And then you gotta get around to it, and it's just like, well, will I? Probably. <laughs> and, uh, like, you do it once, and you're like, oh, I don't know that I want to get back to that song. But then I'm like, I do also. I do. Like, yeah, I think I do, actually, yeah. Um, yep, there you go. I just discovered it. I need to have this argument with myself. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was gonna talk a bit about musical block, um, you know it's the same kind of thing as a writer's block you know when you just you you're playing and you're like oh my god i'm guitar jesus and you're like i'm i'm incredible you know you hear it and you're like what have i done have i cured the uh, uh world hunger it's just like okay yeah all right you've done you've done a great job here and i'm like mm. okay and then and then it happens you lose it you forget it He's like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Write it down, write it down. It's sure, but it's like, it's at the point like where I'm okay. I'm not gonna write it down. I'm gonna forget to write it down. So I think the moral is that I'm dumb, and that was yeah, okay, yeah, I'm dumb. So, but you know what? Um, any tips on writing music would be very helpful. Like I've heard a couple of things, but like, you know, I just I like to. Now and again, do some musical stuff, you know, it's good fun. Um, also, I like, you know when you feel something and you're like, it goes into a song and you're like, oh, this is it. Again, I have become guitar Jesus. And then, but the issue is that vocals most of the time, vocals are always, like, the first time you do it, you're like, okay, and then you look back like two years and you're like, oh. That wasn't very good, now it was. <laughs> it's like, okay, alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, you know what, another thing I wanted to check out was, uh, just, you know what, let's go into my favourite artists. Since we're talking about music, uh, you know, it's, maybe you want to know this about me. Maybe this is information you did not know you needed to know. Well, let me tell you. First off, let's have a look. My favourite artists... Bro, I can't believe my actual this podcast is on Spotify. This is actually insane to me. Like what? Like why? <laughs> I love it though. It's so cool. Um, sorry, I just sidetracked there, which freaks me out. Um, to tell you the truth your favorite artist off by heart is like it's one of those things where it's like you can have a favorite artist in almost like every genre so you're like your favorite artist for a year is like i don't know like 
Joji and then the next year it's like someone else but yeah straight up best artist ever uh, I'll always listen to Joji he's one of my favourites um, you know who's been doing really good and I actually quite like his stuff is uh, KSI KSI is killing it. KSI is actually doing really great shit, and I'm like really enjoying it. Um, obviously John Mayer, you can't. You just John Mayer is just a, a must, you know. I'm so glad that, that I was introduced to him, you know. I'm so thankful. Just he 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 gets you, you know. He just gets the people. That's the thing about it. Post Malone. As always. You know. I don't know how to describe it. It's like jazz, but also I, I'm not great at describing stuff. So like I don't know. It's just it's just a vibe. It's a good vibe. And uh, Lizzie McAlpin, Lizzie McAlpin is incredible. Like oh my god, why? Why is she that good? Every song and every video I've seen from her is just like, especially the end of this year, have been like killers like so good uh, motion city soundtrack oh incredible also of course shout out to uh, david jerome david jerome is amazing you know i, I, I don't care i just need to shout about he's, he's that good i love david jerome he's great uh, uh freddie dread freddie dread you can't beat you know you know he slaps sometimes. Sometimes you're like, you know, I need that song that makes me feel like, yeah, let's go. Freddie Dread is that song, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then uh, Lund. Lund is quite good as well. I mean, not all their songs are for me, but I do quite. I think it's more good. It could be a bad, I'm not sure, but, you know. Look, I, I like music, you know? That's all I'm trying to tell you. And I have a lot of music here. Holy shit, I do. But yeah, then, that was a. Uh, Oh, um, Amine? 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 I'm, I'm not even sure, but Amine is cool. Also, Billie Eilish. Don't know whether I mentioned that. Billie Eilish is fantastic. She's, like, incredible. She is making, like, what's the phrase? I'm done. She's, she's, she's doing well. I don't know what the phrase is. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. Oh, you know, that was fun, though. Sometimes it's just fun to go through these little things. Um, yeah, I do. I really like jazz as well. Jazz is a really, like... I, I, anything with jazz in a movie, or just jazz in TV shows in general, and it has that track in it, and it's like, oh, this is, this is nice. This is real nice. And I would listen to this soundtrack outside of the TV show. I'm like, yes, this is it. And um, one of that, those would be The Eddie. The Eddie is fantastic. And it's also got the, I think it's the same, I'm almost certain, one second, that 
that's the sound I make when my brain tries to work, by the way. This is what it's like for me. It's like all of everything is turning in my brain. Yeah, Damien Giselle. Yeah, Damien Giselle. And oh my god, Damien Giselle is. Yeah, Whiplash, La La Land. Oh, Damien Giselle. Holy shit, what a director. La La Land. I'll tell you what, the Whiplash is incredible. Whiplash is such a motivational, great movie. And you know what? We're gonna move on to movies because that is a good segue. Uh, right, so into movies, what we're going to talk about is um, what I've been watching recently, and is also TV as well, um, Daredevil. Daredevil is... Why is Daredevil so good? Why is Daredevil one of the greatest MCU shows ever made? You know? And oh, it's not MCU, but you know what I mean. Daredevil is just... I'm watching it, I'm watching through season one again, and I'm like, all the way to the last three episodes, and I'm like, this doesn't miss, it never misses, and the build-up, and Vincent D'Onofrio, and his kingpin, oh my god, incredible, uh, but, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, Charlie Cox as well as Matt Murdock, Ooh. Foggy, Karen, incredible, their, their acting is just like, that show just, knows what it is and knows how to do it and it's just it, it gets it it's, it's so cool and like it's just weird to me that there was that time frame with Netflix and they had all of these Marvel like Netflix shows and they didn't get popular and they weren't actually that well received they were like middling and I'm like Daredevil's hits every time I would argue Luke Cage as well Luke Cage is fucking amazing like the soundtrack for Luke Cage with everything going on it and it's just oh fantastic jessica jones also has again really unique music that like just makes it outshine other shows and the way they use the music in terms of like what they're conveying for characters and just the way it's directed oh jessica jones holy shit and then we can't forget iron fist i mean people talk shit about iron fist but iron fist is great it's honestly i really enjoyed iron fist i will say the one weakest show for me was the defenders where it all came together that was just like it felt kind of weightless like all this build up and then that happened and it was like well you know what this is not the greatest part of it but each show individually on their own brilliant brilliant to me um you know what that brings me to uh, what I, a movie I, I got for Christmas recently, and boy, oh boy, it is not, ooh, it is, ooh, I don't, I, it, you know what, it's, it might be so bad it's good, oh my god, Hellboy with David Harbour, what did I watch, what happened, where did we go wrong, but, but also, why am I enjoying myself so much? <laughs> it's actually like incredible. Also, like David Harbour in it is like the weirdest Hellboy. Like he's not bad, but also he just is like, oh shit up, Dad! I'll do what I want, and that's his entire character. And it's just like, yeah, this. I mean, I suppose that might be Hellboy, but mm, no. 
I'm just like, and then they got um, uh, Mila Jovovich in it, and I'm like, oh girl, what did they do to you? Why, oh, why are you in this movie? And it's like, she's, but I feel like she at least has fun with a lot of the performance in it, and it's just like, I think at the end of the day, as bad as the movie is, it kind of visually, uh, with some of the CG and the gore is actually kind of cool. Like, I'm not gonna lie, there are some cool stuff there. But overall, I'm, you know, I'm still glad I got it for 4K. Uh, I, 4K UHD is where it's at. It's like, oof, baby. That that quality makes everything so much better. And um, yeah, King Arthur with uh, Guy Ritchie's King Arthur. Legend of the Sword, I think it's called. Yeah. But uh, oh, what a movie. Watch that for a second time and in 4K. And holy shit, that movie does never disappoint. So good. So good. That King Arthur story, but from, like, Guy Ritchie's perspective and, like... <laughs> yeah, from Guy Ritchie's perspective. <laughs> oh, my God. King Arthur, but from Guy Ritchie's perspective. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, my God. Oh, man, that's so funny. Arthur, but from Guy Ritchie's perspective. <laughs> yes, I remember the times when <laughs> Guy Ritchie was in the in the era of King Arthur. Oh man. Oh, but yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Um. Oh, that threw me. I made myself laugh too much. Um, yeah, I went to the cinema though to see the the Kingsman, and it's the Kingsman Kingsman's prequel. Also, this is a confusing name. It's like it's trying to be a new thing, but also it wasn't. I'm like, okay, I get it. But why not just call it Kingsman? And I know it's because it's the Kingsman. It's a prequel. I'm like, okay. Also, two hours and 10, 20 minutes? Fucking, you feel it. But also, it's one of those movies where you feel it, but also at the same time, you're like, ah, I get why they did this. And I left the movie and... I still left satisfied. It was like you. It felt those two hours, but those two hours felt entertaining. That like with its build up and then towards the the um, the execution. And I think that's the main focus of the movie is how it builds characters. And I have to say, it's a real strong suit of the movie is the characters and the war stuff. But um, I think the the weakest part of the movie is the comedy. The comedy parts when they hit are hilarious but they're also not as funny as Kingsman and then I'm like this movie doesn't feel as much comedy as Kingsman normally would and I think that's fine it's just a different kind of movie it's a weird balance of like this war seriousness and then also um, this comedy that Kingsman normally has it kind of just comes out of nowhere in the movie and I'm like okay but good to see that this is Kingsman you know (laughs) Um, you know what I did say last time that we would talk about uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and I think maybe that um, see I could do a separate segment where I spoil Spider-Man No Way Home and you know what maybe a lot of people haven't seen it but then I'm like "Mm, maybe this is a podcast uh, that I made, uh, there might be spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. You know what, let's go into it. Um, we're not going to do too much spoiler stuff, though. Yeah, we're not going to do spoilers. Yeah, okay. Um, 
deciding still. <laughs> Maybe I should have thought of this beforehand. But uh, let's talk about No Way Home in general as a movie. What the hell? What happened? How did we get one of the best MCU movies ever made? And I'm not even joking. This thing, this movie is phenomenal through and through. Like, I was not disappointed in any point of the film, and it really, really lived up to all of my expectations. And that's really difficult. Um, Tom Holland and all of the cast, incredible performances. Specifically Tom Holland. I didn't believe him as Peter Parker for a long time, but this movie was where I was like, okay, you're Peter Parker now. I get it. This is, this is, you, you, and then, like, oh, you know what? No, we're going to have to get into the spoilers. Okay, so this is the spoiler warning. Spoilers. Okay. Spoilers again. Three, two, one. What? <laughs> Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in this movie. What the fuck? What the hell? That happened. That is incredible. Like, holy shit. What, what is, like... Oh, I can't... The, just the joy I felt in that moment and then now actually thinking about it. Holy shit. Like, so good. So good. Oh my god. Wow. And, like, just... The whole use of uh, magic to try and get everyone to forget who... Peter is because of his identity being revealed by Mysterio at the end of the last film, which let me don't get me wrong, Far From Home is a bad movie. You know, I watched it again and I was like, I remember this movie a bit better. And then um, I watched it again. And I was like, is this? It does. It does the worst thing as a movie. A movie can do. It is boring. There are moments in that movie where I'm like, okay, right, this is happening. Okay, and it's all the vacation stuff that no one cares about. I don't care about stupid fucking Peter Parker or Spider-Man on vacation. It's so dumb. It's the worst part of the movie. I hate it. It makes me so angry because, like, the Mysterio stuff, all of that, and the multiverse, that's the best part of the movie. And him, when he's in it, J. Jonah Hall fucking kills it. But then... When the movie loses its focus and tries to shift to all this like, oh, we're on vacation, I'm, I'm, this is funny, blah, 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 I'm Ned, blah, blah, no one cares. I don't care. I hate it. But we needed that Mysterio moment at the end of the film to get to this movie. And that's fine. Because what they do with that magic to bring in so many different villains from all of the different Spider-Man movies, Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't stop talking about this to my uh, like friend that's seen it as well. He's like, he's seen it and he wasn't super into Marvel. But, um, yeah, you know, he seemed to enjoy it. But, um, I found that weird that you can enjoy it without having seen loads of Marvel. But then I'm like, well, he might have seen the older Spider Man films. Like, but also, like, as a film on its own, it's, it's pretty enjoyable. It's, it's doing uh, amazing in the box office it's like crazy but um 
Yeah, holy shit, like what a what a wild universe we're in. This is crazy. Like I can't believe we got no way home. And it's as good as it is. Like but yeah, as I was uh, saying, I got sorry, I got sidetracked again. Um Alfred Molina, uh Octopus, Doctor Octopus, uh, <laughs> um Doc Ock. Holy shit, he's incredible. He's just his acting has not like changed and it's gotten so much even better. He fits into the role and it's just oh yeah. Uh nobody cares about Kirk Connor stuff, the lizard horror Santa. Why were they in this film? That's the one thing I will say. It's like I don't it 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 does feel like a beat that happens in the movie and I'm like, okay. But also why? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it literally is in the movie. You're sitting there and you're like, ah, oh, funny joke about lizards. Okay. And it made me laugh. Okay, you know, so this is the thing. I complain. But then at the same time, I laughed at the lizard joke. So am I part of the problem? I think I'm part of the problem. Never mind. <laughs> you know? But then we have Electro, and he's fucking fantastic. Jamie Foxx's Electro coming back, and better than ever. So good in design and his acting. He's just brilliant, you know, all around. And then we have... Who else do we have? Oh my god. Oh yeah, of course. I'm joking. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Oh my god. Norman Osborn. William Dafoe as Green Goblin. One of the best villains in the MCU of all time. I can actually say that now. Thinking about it, I'm like... 100%, yeah. The best MCU villain of all time. Like, I know Thanos, he got his his endgame plans. And he's, yeah, you feel bad for him, whatever. You, you uh, ooh, maybe he was right. Ooh. But the way that uh, Norman Osborn, Willem Dafoe, messes with Peter Parker's head and understands him on a fundamental level and is also just very human makes him, like the best villain honestly like and the, for me before that the best villain in the MCU was uh, Baron Zemo and then Killmonger but this time you know what the best villain in the MCU honestly Willem Dafoe's Green, Green Goblin say uh, yeah Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin and then I would say that um, Killmonger uh, sorry no no Willem Dafoe Baron Zemo, and then Killmonger, I would say. That's my my definitive list. Villains of all time in all movies, though, I don't know, there's so many, and, like, some of them are just, like, whatever, you're playing shit. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, but, yeah, you know what, maybe, um, you know what, oh, oh, that's it, yeah. Quickly, what I wanted to say also is, Andrew Garfield, everyone now is like, Andrew Garfield, he deserves another movie, blah, blah, blah. I was saying since the movies came out and they are all on my side and Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man that's right he is eat your words people I was right you know I just want you to know that Andrew Garfield I've been saying is the best Spider-Man ever of all time and I stand by that to this day you know I'm glad I'm not alone anymore (laughs) but um also yeah he, he He's been, like, really old, but he looks really good. You know, it's like, what the hell? Andrew Garfield, like, aren't you, like, super old? 
like, like maybe he's not that old, but you know what I mean? It's like just a bit of like stubble or something. I'm like, damn, Andrew, holy shit. Okay, it's like I wish I, well, I, I you know, I wish I like that. Um, uh, Logan, that's right. The next topic. Well, let's talk about how I rewatched Logan, and Logan is also amazing. Logan is just one of those movies where, oh, you know what? I remember the reason I brought this up. Because Logan, can you imagine if we had like some sort of weird soft reboot in the Marvel Universe where uh, Logan, acted by Tom Hardy, because let's let him be done with Venom and fuck off, um, with uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. That's what I want to see. Or, if we can't get Tom Hardy, some other actor, but Logan and Spider-Man. Because their relationship is, like, really cool in a lot of the animated stuff in the comics. And I'm like, damn, that would be sick. Logan and Spider-Man. But yeah, as I was saying, Logan is an epic movie. Uh, watch that in 4K. And damn. And black and white as well. Oh my god, in both of those, like, situations, that movie's incredible. 4K UHD is where it's at. Ultra HD and 4K, holy shit, yeah. I'm down. But you know what we're gonna do quickly is let's have a look at our new releases. But if we can't, then also, you know what? Let's just have a look at um, movies in general that are coming out or trailers. Like, for, you know what? Netflix normally has like really cool trailers for stuff. Anything like like the last time I found that was really funny. I'd have to go to like YouTube. Yeah, let's go to YouTube. Come on now, work for me, baby, internet. That was for you. I sang for you there. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I will say, this is my computer's kind of being slow now. It's worrying me. As I'm recording this, I'm like, damn, don't crash at me, please. I need this. I'm, I'm recording here for 30 minutes and I would literally cry if I, you know. But, oh, you know what? <laughs> I just, I just see the trailer there and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm quitting heroin. I'm like, no, I'm quitting heroin. There's a trailer for an anime and I'm like, ha. Huh. Okay, that almost got me. He almost got me clicking. Yeah, um. Huh. Oh, damn. That's too bad. Just looking at that final space there, official soundtrack, and I'm like, oh, that's so, so good. If you haven't watched it on Netflix, Final Space is also one of the greatest animated shows ever made, and it's made by a pretty cool YouTuber. Um, but you know what, I say that and I'm like, he's not a YouTuber anymore. Olam, Roger, Olam Rogers is a, like an incredible like creator, I have to say. Final Space, check that. Um, yeah, oh yeah, Gordon Ramsay clips. Uh, I do enjoy laughing at them, it makes me, it makes me, it doesn't make me laugh. Um,
Okay. Oh, that's right. That The new Scream movie is coming out. So that's a new release that's coming out in 2022. That uh, looks interesting. I like, I'll watch a little quick clip of it. Maybe lower down that sound just while that advert plays. I figured we'd do another one of these where we just... paying a lot of respect to the original screen. And a lot of the cast going, wow. That's cool. It's like the, the Halloween Kills thing, or uh, I think it was called Halloween. Oh no, that's it. I just remember quickly what I wanted to talk about. Um, I've got two things though. Uncharted. Why does the Uncharted movie look so bad? Like, I'm not even kidding. It just... I... I don't care about the time frame they're sending in, and I know it's supposed to be its own thing, but also I'm like, hmm, do I care? No. Hmm. If you're wondering what's happening, my computer froze for a second there, and it terrified me. <laughs> That's what worries me. It's that actor that they have in it, and I'm like, he hasn't been in many things in a very long time, and I'm like, and then they're just ripping off stuff from the game, and I'm like, oh, yeah, but, uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, so that was a quick little aside. It was kind of interesting. And by not interesting, I mean not at all. Um, the Batman. Shit, does that look good? Yeah, I mean, Robert Pattinson's Batman, and that new Bat and the Cat trailer they released, ooh yeah, maybe that looks good, let's have a little reaction to this, you can watch along with me at home as well if you want, you know, it's up to you, that's interesting. really like it aesthetically with the direction of the filming that they're using and the design of Gotham and just a lot of it is really nice and just really unique and I really really like it and then the fights just look like classic almost like Arkham fights I'm like oh that's sick I'm excited um The unbearable weight of massive talent. Holy shit, you know what? Let's go. <laughs> I love this concept so much. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I'm laughing because this concept is incredible, but also I know it's going to be hilarious. 
And I think that's the idea as well, though. Oh yeah, it's definitely a comedy. <laughs> I mean, I like to state the obvious sometimes, but you know. This looks amazing. This is a movie that's being made? What is happening? Honestly, there was also that other movie that Nicolas Cage was in that looked incredible. But, um, he's entirely silent through the, the whole movie. And it's amazing. Um, oh, it's the, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. It, but it's called, it's called Willy's Wonderland. Or Wiley's Wonderland, I suppose. realize William Afton. Willie? Willie's under a note. <laughs> if you know, you know. I'm joking. I'm not that into Five Nights at Freddy's lore. Only recently with I played Security Breach a bit and I was like it's kind of interesting. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I watched this movie and <laughs> it's so good! I'm re-watching the trailer because genuinely an incredible movie. It's Nicolas Cage versus animatronics and you think this is gonna be garbage this can't be good but he's completely silent through the movie most of it he talks a couple of times but he's like you know what you know what don't fuck with me and also it's hilarious it's just the way he looks at things and the way that other characters interact with them it's I am mm, I might watch that again. It's so good. Willy's Wonderland. Check it out. It's genuinely so fun. Um, but yeah, on that note, you know what? Let's move on to uh, our segment that we called before. Uh, Weep City. Weep City. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's talk about Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. I'm on an episode five, I think. Episode. I think it's episode five. That's out. It could be four or five. I'm not sure, but damn demon Slayer still slaps it's still good demon slayer is just oh, the, the animation oh my god and then the story now is like super cool and like the entertainment district arc is just like oh damn we get into even cooler shit and we we haven't even gotten into a proper battle that's what i'm saying we haven't even gotten to like some proper big boy battles but like the small shit like looks really good you know what i'm saying the small little light fights they still look really like mm, yeah mm, i mean but yeah demon slayer if you haven't watched it check it out 100 demon slayer is the best honestly probably one of the best animes i've watched purely because of its like aesthetic aesthetically demon slayer is just so pleasing but um yeah check it out demon slayer uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba. <laughs> See, I know Japanese. I'm cultured. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know what I watched it today? And it was really disappointing. Um, and do you know what? Disappointing is wrong. It shocked me when I was watching it. Because they made a character menacing and freaky and weird. And then they were like, you know what? We're anime. We're not just gonna make a menacing freaking weird. He's also a creep. You know what I mean? I'm like, Platinum Man, why'd you gotta do this? Platinum Man, it was fine. He was terrifying. 
isn't like he had manners to him. But then they're like, also, he's creepy. I'm like, oh, he's a psychopath as well. Oh. I thought they were going to make him, like, kind of relatable, as, you know, like, a villain should be. But, like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, not fully relatable, but, like, oh, I can see how this man went from this dark route to this route to this. You know what I mean? But, yeah, Platinum Man did. I'm hoping the next episode picks up and makes it a lot better. And, like, we see that guy get what he deserves, basically. And maybe that's not being killed, or it is. But we'll see. Um... It was alright. It was uh, mid. Hyakyu. 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 It's either Hyakyu or Haikyu. Either way, it is uh, fantastic. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Now, hear me out. It is a brilliant basketball anime. Now, I know. I know what you're thinking. That's weird. I, a Christian would never watch something like that. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this shit. And then I one day was on Netflix and I'm like, okay, we'll give it a go. And damn, it's just about motivation. It's about like, it's, it's just a pure, wholesome motivation and just wholesome as a show. And just, oh, I love the characters in it. And oh my God, just the, it's about a short kid and he's playing basketball. And he wants to like, he wants to play basketball in the big leagues and win and be as good as this other short lad that was just as good. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, they made this 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 kid like super relatable. I'm just like, oh my god, like the way he's dedicated to what he wants to do. And oh, just every time I watch it, I'm like, I'm still on season two. I'm not fully finished yet, but I know there's a third season that's meant to be coming out. I think, but um. Oh, it makes me really happy to watch. And then even the basketball games, they make them super interesting. Because the short kid got to jump really high and then, uh, like, coordinate with his other team member that they were rivals. And it's just this really cool and interesting, like, visually entertaining anime that, like, makes basketball super cool, you know? And it's just about motivation and being wholesome. And you know what? Just check out Hyakyu if you haven't. Or haiku. Either way, one pronunciation is right, or both are wrong. But you know what? We can try. <laughs> um, yeah, that brings me to uh, My Hero Academia. Bro, My Hero Academia. I can't wait to see that new movie. Uh, I can't wait till it comes out, I should say, on Funimation or just uh, Blu-rays and stuff, and I can buy it and watch it, because I'm excited about the... My Hero Academia movie, the, um, I believe it's called is it, uh, World's Heroes Mission. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I really want to watch it. Because My Hero Academia, every season so far, has killed it. Same as Demon's Slayer. Like, just their character building. The, the, the one thing about My Hero Academia that I think it does especially well is how it builds all of its side characters. And you, you say side, but they're not really side characters. They're just as important as uh, Izuku Midoriya and the main character. Like, the, how they fit into the narrative and everything that go, that's going on, even though they aren't centered to it, is like, damn, you really went and made side characters like, like you see the posts, you know what I mean? You made, you went and made side characters really cool, and there's like my hero characters everywhere. It's just like, yeah, they did, they did that. But uh, honestly, 
my area wouldn't exist without Hunter x Hunter. Can we just say that? Like, Hunter... Sorry, Hunter Hunter. The, I know the X is silent, so Hunter Hunter um, is what made my hero academia. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean that if Hunter Hunter never existed, we probably wouldn't have gotten my hero. Because Hunter Hunter really set the trend for what my hero is doing. And that tactical thinking through battle and uh, just writing side characters and all that stuff really well. And having some sick battles and mostly I think what both shows do is the tacticalness and how they like plan all their battles and the characters are like that and it's just like, that's really cool to me um be a hunter hunter it's like it's incredible oh chimera and Eric, if you honestly if I suggest anything you have to watch all of hunter hunter because it's all gold I'm like I'm not even joking all of it's really good but once you get to that chimera and Eric, you see where it peaks and you're like huh why did we not get more of this anymore it's so good so good yes it's incredible but then also yeah oh my god i just remembered uh holy shit holy shit bleach is coming back thousand that we would be in the day where bleach would come back but here we are and Bleach is coming back. And... Oh my god. Like... I just can't get over the fact that Bleach is coming back. It's just incredible to me. Um, it's releasing... Uh, you know what? Fall 2022 as far as I can tell. It's probably going to be delayed I would say if anything. But damn, let's look at that trailer again. it's just visual stuff but what I've got to say is the animation that new style they picked is very um, I would say Jujutsu Kaisen like they brought it back and they brought it back hard and like with such like beautiful animation now these are all still stuff so we've yet to see it in motion but damn damn did it Bleach looks good when it's coming back you know I'm excited about that very excited about Bleach coming back um, but that also brings me to another anime that's coming out that looks sick um, chainsaw man chainsaw man baby chainsaw man looks sick and it's based off of manga and i'm like oh damn those that manga actually looks kind of cool i never heard i don't read much manga but i'm like hmm, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but i read that <laughs> i mean uh, it's about a man who turns into a chainsaw but also visually it fucking looks stunning stunning oh my god I can't, like, change. My internet is kind of weird, and I think it might actually be my laptop, so... I hope it doesn't affect the audio at all. Seems to be on me today, though. It's very weird. I'm not sure what's going on. Or it could be my internet. Who knows? Wow. 
change that. Chainsaw Man. Yeah. This is just stills from the manga. And then they reveal the character. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We know, we know about that. Uh, but you know what else uh, I want to talk about? Stone Ocean. Jojo. Oh my god. Jojo Stone Ocean. <gasps> oh, so good. Why is Jojo Stone Ocean like one of the best Jojos? And I'm not even joking. Honestly, 100%. Jojo Stone Ocean is the best Jojo to have ever come in. Like, holy moly, Jojo Stone Ocean. Where we left off as well. Oh, oh I'm so excited. And the music, oh, the soundtrack is so good. It's so, mm. yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so in. Um, damn. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going through quickly today. Or I feel like we're, maybe we're not. I'm not sure, but it just, it, if feels good um but um hmm. yeah n- your name your name i recently watched again um makoto shikai is a makoto shikai is a fantastic director and it's also the correct, correct name for it. it's in Japanese but your name Kimonawa Kimonawa yeah <laughs> um, I tried this is trying again but oh man oh that movie gets me so emotional every time it's so good though your name is just like oh man like your name is one of those movies that I'm like this this deserves way more praise than it gets your name is just oh the, just the whole and I watch it in 4k and it's so good and it visually looks even better and I'm like but then ah oh, the story stuff and oh it breaks my heart oh it's so good I love it so much your name is so good oh man makes me cry makes me cry every time yeah um I think that will do with our anime segment but I wanted to move on to something a bit more serious I think um, I thought, um, it's it's important I think it's uh, important to talk about um, so I'm calling this segment uh, uh, getting played I suppose we'll call it you know or maybe we'll just talk like life segment I don't know but um, I wanted to talk about uh, a note I wrote and um, I'm going to leave the name out of it but uh, I think it's important that I share this um, because I look at it now and I'm like oh cringe you know and I'm like mm. but also like I do feel bad for myself and, but just to the point where I was and where I am now um, but yeah I'm going to read it in so hey you uh, Jennifer uh, just standard name uh, love of my life incredible you if you're uh, reading this uh, I'm gone there's something you need to know though maybe you're not ready to hear it or don't want to but uh, I need you to know so you don't uh, hate me yeah, it's very cringy but you know what it's important to 
for as long as I've lived, I've felt lost, like I don't belong, like I sh- shouldn't be. When I, but when I met you, it wasn't obvious at first, but through working and getting to know you, even at our worst moments, well, mine anyway, the thought of like living without you in my life ached me, oh, you know, it, it ached me, oh, I can't believe I wrote that, and uh, I started to realise that it was always going to be more than friendship for me, um, I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I love you, <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, which is why it broke my uh, heart that I ruined our friendship, um, but the thought of not spending my life with you and watching you fall in love with other people, it just hurt so much, and I just need you to know that, and, oh, God, I hate that I wrote this, I hate it, uh, I will always and forever never stop loving you, you have my heart, always, I hope you understand one day why I had to change things with you. I wish you could tell me you love me and feel the same. I felt like you might have. I'm so sorry though. I should have been more and better to you. Maybe you'll never read this. Maybe we'll get back to where we were. I'll probably be gone soon. I don't think I was made for this world, but you made every moment of brighter just for knowing you. Yours forever, uh, Christian. P.S. <laughs> Always be the most incredible you unapologetically and you'll be and do whatever you want. Um, shit, that was fucking heavy. I don't know why. But uh, you know what? I, I do. I, I, it was important to do. Um, because I think now looking back at it, I'm like, it's one of my lowest points in life. I'm to use these like I'm okay now but um, you're never really 100% okay you know it's always a process and that's fine but um, and it's great to have so many other people and other outlets that you can go to and it's important that you know that those outlets exist for you but um, yeah uh, basically, I wanted to just quickly bring this up because uh, I think it's important to learn how to deal with. Uh, it, it is it is a loss when you look at it in a certain way, you know. Um, like it's falling in love with the wrong people, and understanding that while it might feel real to you that you're 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 not crazy, but you also have to understand that like maybe it's not real and maybe that's fine you know maybe you got it wrong but that's that's also fine you know and it makes you think back as well like it makes me think back anyway to like to it and like there were points where she could have done things differently and like there were things that she said that like they weren't right and they were because she obviously wanted love and attention that she couldn't get from elsewhere you know and I mean it never comes from a place of vindictiveness or maliciousness or just like them trying to play you or whatever as much as I like said getting played in this segment like that's just the name it's just a little thing you know um but the important thing is like 
they probably don't even know what they're doing, you know? 100%, I, I would actually say, no, 100% is a bit too far, but I would say probably 80-90% of the time, maybe they aren't aware of how or what they're doing, you know? But and then I will say there are times where they'd have to be aware with the way they said things and, like, the things they do. So it's not a, a 100% thing, it's not a 1%, it's it's in between, there's so many, it's not, it's complicated, you know? Um, but yeah, what my advice would be to just keep keep going, be strong, you know? And um, think about the things that you can do that make sense of the situation for yourself. And also, don't entirely blame yourself. It's so the wrong thing to do. Like, you know, like it's because as i said it's complicated maybe some parts of it were them and the the things they said and it weren't right because in that situation i was in there were things that could have been not said and that you know might have made things a bit easier or better you know but um yeah it's just it's important to bring this up and to talk about dealing with like loss uh especially for falling and like I say falling in love with the wrong people, but you see, I don't even know, and I think that's, that's fine, you know, I have come to this sort of conclusion and situation that, like, love will come for me when I need it, and when it's right, you know, and with the right person, and if they aren't 100% in it with you, then, and if they're on the fence, then they're not in it and like and it some that can be even just like you trying and them not trying at all you know it's it's not as clear cut as like oh you're being too much it's like complicated situations like where they you hear like a thousand times from so many different people and from them and the way they act that they're interested in you and then when it comes to it they're like not willing to put in the full effort or not willing to put in every, any effort and it's like well you know what those are the kinds of people that you don't you're not right for obviously you know and that's fine because there are other billions of billions of other people out there for you billions of billions of you know uh, the world's not gonna end there's gonna be another tomorrow uh, that's fine um yeah um my yeah so <laughs> my advice is don't date just don't do it you know that's the best thing you know you wait for the like to come into your life and just obviously put yourself out there but you know what like shit it's it don't matter like you've got you can focus on yourself and if once you focus on yourself you'll get that energy and the the women come to you and like you know what I mean it's like it's there's only so much you can do as an individual and but you've got to 100% be your best for yourself and so that doesn't mean you can't be not alright you cannot be alright and it's okay to not be alright you know and I fear that for a bit you know but um as John Mayer would say to all the naysayers prove you wrong when the right one comes, you know? 
I think that that's just it's just an important thing that I need to get out there and talk about, you know. And this has been longer than the last one, but you know what? That's fine. Um, yeah, I think that was good that I got that out. You know, I think it was important. And obviously, I don't want to use names because I still respect and care about this person. So, you know, it's important to be respectful. You know, but uh. <laughs> I think on that note, um, yeah, I think I gave some advice. Now, obviously, I'm not 100% the best person to go advice, go for, for advice. Pardon me, um, but I think that advice is fine. But if you feel like you need to talk to someone, then there are outlets and resources, and also your friends. Talk to your friends about it. Talk to the people that you love about it and that care about you. You know, um, to make sure you're not alone, and make sure you've got people to talk to. And even if it's like doing what I did and writing that shit down, that's that's helpful. Like that that, that can really really help you. And uh, yeah, that's all I want to say about that. So um, on that note. I think we're gonna go, and uh, this was great, this was uh, good fun, and we, towards the end there we got a bit heavy, but you know what, I think that was also part of it as well, and I'm fine with that, and I kind of wanted this to be a part of it, you know, so uh, thank you for listening, and hopefully you'll enjoy it, and you can listen to the next episode, which will be up whenever, you know? I don't have a set schedule, but you know, that's fine. Maybe I don't need. Okay, bye bye. Love y'all.